Was it like baking powder and like some coloring or something? I don't know. It looked, it looked very glittery, whatever I, it was. Uh, supposedly that's what happens when you like throw baking powder in fire. Is it like it's the, when it's a like an aerosol? It well, if you throw flammable. Yeah, if you throw any fine powder into a fire, it's gonna it's flammable. That's why they say a lot of yeah, you know a lot of your sugar factories will like explode and stuff because friction and shit. That's how that one place down in Savannah, I think it was like Dixie Crystals factory or something. I think most yeah, sugary f- factories have exploded at one time or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either, all the, all either the, with fire or flavor. All the friction from their conveyor belt going up to their silo or whatever, dumping the sugar in there, just got built up and they never cleaned it. And little little spark and the whole place just went up. Just whoa. Done. Whoa. Welcome everybody to Catch All Podcast. I am Parker. I got the Sheik Dariq. Hey, Jonathan J Money. What? And then Harley, the engineer, over here doing all that little producing business. Sure. Jesus. And Stella's helping. Look at that precious little angel, Jonathan. I don't know if you can see her, but she is just snug right on up to Harley's leg. She looked like she got her groove back. She never lost it. Nice. Uh. We're doing a nice little remote recording. Jonathan, how you doing over there in Douglasville, Georgia? I haven't seen another human being in about 14 years, so I'm good. Whoa. Are you are you holding it together? How's your how do you how are you feeling? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> when do you uh when do you come out of your vault? Uh I I only come out if with my bubble thing, and I, I walk around the neighborhood for about five minutes, but as soon as I see another human, I run back inside. Is it like a perpetual state of, like, the groundhog, if he sees a shadow or not, but you just always run back to your hole? Yep, shadow or no shadow. Did a man come to your house about 17 years ago offering you uh, uh, lockdown cells in your in your basement for the upcoming apocalypse? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully... It's going to be like Fallout when I come out, though. It's going to be like a new world that... That was what I was getting at, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, someone, please get me through this. I don't remember the 17 years, but... So hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll be able to have a nice little recording with all of us in the same room. But until then, this, this is sufficing. Yeah. I think I think we've kind of get it figured out. If we if you hear any uh, weird mishaps or whatnot, we're trying out a little uh, Discord recording bot, but also backup recording on uh, Jonathan's side and my side. So I think between the three of those, we, we should have a pretty solid recording. How's everybody doing? Uh, Jonathan's doing all right over there in Douglasville. Derek, how you doing? It's been a while since you've been over in the basement. Yeah, I think the last time I was here was when we recorded the last episode of 2020 that I was on, um, mm-hmm. like what, like end of November, beginning of December, because I wasn't here sure. for the for the KFC movie mm-hmm. fiasco, even though that was my idea to begin with. Classic. I still haven't. I still haven't watched it yet. I need to. Do, I, if we take a break tonight, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it so I can get How a recap. How have you not it. watched that yet? I mean, you know, you 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 just 
think of plan to do something and then things happen and you just forget. Sure. Yeah. That, that, that is a surprisingly reasonable answer to that reasonable question. <laughs> <laughs> Life gets in the way of watching a 15 minute KFC commercial. So, Jonathan, if you haven't seen that, have you have any idea what we're talking about? Nope. If you oh God. need to do yourself a favor and go on YouTube whenever you get uh, a good 15 minutes and watch this uh, KFC commercial because it is something. So basically okay. what happened was uh, Lifetime Movie Network or the Lifetime Channel or whatever it is. The, World the, renowned. The, the TV channel that's basically just the uh, a more, I guess, effeminate Hallmark channel. Um, they created a 15-minute mo- mini-movie uh, in, I guess, collaboration with KFC starring Mario Lopez as the very highly esteemed Colonel Sanders in a romantic sort of storyline. Right. Oh, and, uh, sounds... What was, what was it called? A, 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 recipe a, for Seduction. Recipe for... Yeah, that was... Mm-hmm. A, I was thinking like 11 <laughs> ways to leave your lovers and shit. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's definitely worth your time to go and watch it. You you won't be the same afterwards. Good, because I hate how I am now. <laughs> Harley, how are you doing back there? I am fine. <laughs> so, this go-around, we are going to be talking about Uncharted 4. Um, I will preface by saying, I had a say. I was trying to do a crushing difficulty run, and I had a save right it was probably two or three hours from the ending. So I finished that guy out and then got the crush, crushing trophy. And then I finished out like all my little collectibles and stuff and all the optional conversations. And I was trying to do, I think I started it either yesterday or the day before I threw it on easy and I was going to try and do it another run through all over again. Mm-hmm. And I was not <laughs> able to finish it. I got to the end of Scotland. It's a long game. Yeah, it is surprisingly long. Um, compared, because I remember when I played Uncharted two for the first time, I got it on release date, and I remember I smoothed through that thing in a day. Isn't um, isn't there a a, a trophy for doing a speed run in that game? I was trying, it's I like was trying six to do hours, it. I think, or something. Yeah, like, that's what I was trying to do. It's like a fourteen hour game in six hours, and you got to go through all the. Do, well, I guess you, can you skip the cinematics? I don't know. I know there's a lot of games that you can say skip you can't. The, the cinematics, but I don't know if that is taken into like the game clock. That I'm yeah. not sure. I don't know if pausing it resets the clock or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know because I paused it a lot also. Yeah. So, but I was going to try and get that speedrun trophy, but it just did not work out. Well, that's just something I'm never going to get. What you drinking there, Parker? I am drinking a quarantine survival beer, one pint. Still Fire Brewing Company. It's pretty good. Hey, me too. Oh, yes, Harley. Here's your yummy, delicious cold snack. Oh, yeah. Satisfying. Has did everyone else play all the other Uncharted games before this? I was going to do that, and then I realized what was it? We were, we were like a month away from recording. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, there's no way I'm going to get through all of that, so I need to just plow through." So was that right is, is that your only experience as Uncharted Four? This uh, is no, the first one. I actually one. played well, through the Drake Collection before Uncharted Four came out. Okay, because a friend of mine, a friend of mine, told me about the. Uh, he, he said Uncharted Four is coming out. I was like, I have no idea what that is. This mm-hmm. is back in 2016 mm-hmm. and he's like you need to get the Drake collection it's like 20 bucks at GameStop mm-hmm. you just play through all three games so you get an understanding of what it is and then get Uncharted 4 because I was like okay cool mm-hmm. and I, I always harp about on Assassin's Creed and stuff like that and and you know the mechanics of this game and the storylines and just uh, the way the game plays and, and the and, and the, the way that it moves is 
very similar to Assassin's Creed. Um, so obviously I didn't have any issues with, you know, getting used to anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did play, I, I played through those three games. I've only played through them the one time. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped right into Uncharted 4. And that was my plan was just to do that again. And I just didn't get around to it because I didn't have to have the time to. But, um, oh, to be back in college and only have two days of doing something and five days of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, what about you? Because this is your little your PlayStation I Four is your first PlayStation, right? Correct. I started the um the collection and found it to be a little dated. It is quite yep quite yeah. dated. I think you mentioned that um in the last book club when we chose this game. So this was I mean not the same as the beginning of that game as far as controls and graphics and stuff. So um, this is the first real, real delve into the Nathan Drake stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember playing Uncharted One for the first time when I had my PS3, and I thought that it was so odd then because even then I noticed like their hair didn't move. There were no physics on the hair, and that was real weird. And even going going back now, it's even more data, but that still stands out to me as just like an odd. I don't know, like decision not to try and put like physics on the hair movement. Well, the first game came out in what oh seven. Mm, I think Drake's Fortune sounds, was oh yeah, seven. Sounds right. Um, which was right around the time Assassin's Creed started, I believe, with with Ubisoft. So I think just the, maybe the just the ability to create those sort of dynamics wasn't there yet, mm-hmm. or at least it wasn't in full force like it is now. Um, but I did notice that a, a lot of a lot of the uh, the graphics in in this game Uncharted Four were a lot similar to uh, Last of Us. Yes, they're obviously both Naughty Dog games, mm-hmm. so it seems as though most of the elements that they took, uh, as far as the graphics goes in in Last of Us, they put into this game, and mm-hmm. that's what seems to make it flow a whole lot better mm-hmm. and, and look a lot nicer. Yeah, uh, even booting it up this go around with it being about four years old, it still looks good. But I will say. Playing, having been playing on my PS5 so much recently, and everything pretty much runs in like 60 FPS. Like I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, and that is 30 FPS on the PlayStation 4, but the PS5 can run it at 60. Mm-hmm. So everything is running extremely smooth. So like going back to this was very jarring, and all there's like a, a level of eye strain that you're yeah. just not used to. Like you're used to double frames, and everything is so smooth, and then this it was. Kind of like, like whoa! It's everything's like walking through molasses a little bit. I did notice that uh, a little bit myself when I first started playing it. Like it, it, it. I was afraid I was going to get a migraine just because of just how jarring it was in the beginning. But then mm-hmm. I, I got used to it. About yeah, ten minutes in. But yeah, I got used to it after a little bit. But so. uh huh. And then Harley hasn't played it at all. So if he has any interesting perspectives from a complete outsider, he'll yeah, be chiming I'll, in. I'll mostly be asking questions, just trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> just, just for the listeners that are interested in listening but don't know anything. But don't, don't know. Yeah. So, uh, here's your fair spoiler warning going forward. Full spoilers. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a very fitting end to the Nathan Drake saga. Um, one. I guess the last time, not this go around, but the last time I played it, I had played like all four kind of back to back. Yeah. 
and I thought it was weird that there, this isn't story related, but I thought it was weird that they kind of changed the melee combat up in such a way where there's not really a dodge function like there was in two and three where you kind of like, you're able to punch and then counter. And then I think it was three actually had like a grapple function where you could grab somebody and throw them. Yeah. But you could dodge. And then this one, it just doesn't seem to have that functionality. It's just basically like punch until your enemy's dead or that's it. I did. I did notice that at some at some points during the uh, during the games like that. Not not necessarily in in fist fights and, and mm-hmm. melee a- attacks, but uh, later on in the game when you have to dodge the explosions in, mm-hmm. the, in the in the in the cave, mm-hmm. you know, trying to just. Uh, make your way through that, and I just couldn't figure out a way to get through there without having those things blow up on me. Mm-hmm. And, and the the way to get away from that was, you know, circle and then roll out of it with the with mm-hmm. the analog stick. So. Yeah. They also removed the grenade throwback function, which I thought was real weird because I had gotten real used to it in like two and three. You can throw your grenades back, and then nope, mm-hmm. you just can't do it anymore. It's like he forgot how to do that. The one thing I noticed is that, and and this is the biggest con for this game that I can foresee for myself was no sprint mm-hmm. there's no sprint mm-hmm. and so you just run at one same oh, one yeah. same speed mm-hmm. which i thought was really weird for a game in 2016 but mm-hmm. you know that that was kind of disappointing but other than that mm-hmm. since we're getting the negatives out of the way I, I like i was disappointed in the combat system as a whole uh which doesn't mean the game was not good but mm-hmm. um i really like the tomb raider games where like the it modern feels, Tomb Raiders? Feels very sim- yeah, the, the new Tomb Raiders. Mm-hmm. It feels very similar, but there's... um, there's just It's much smoother. Everything works better. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of funny in like how Uncharted seems to be... Uh, take inspiration from like the old school Tomb Raiders and then Tomb Ra- the new Tomb Raider turned around and took inspiration from Uncharted. And then I will agree that Tomb Raider's uh, combat is... I, I do think I prefer. Yeah. Like the four, I do like how uh, Uncharted 4, you could go in and out of stealth, which I think was a, a good addition, like having played Last of Us, and then they turned around and made Uncharted 4 that you can stealth, and then when you get seen, you if you can evade enemies' eyesight for long enough, you can go back into stealth, which in the old Uncharted was not an option. If you got seen, you were seen, and that was it. So it is nice that there is another level to combat where you can go in and out of stealth but it did feel a little shallow i mean it was just like you can hide in the grass and that's that's kind of it there wasn't wasn't a whole lot of options for like silenced weapons or like bows which yeah yeah it was very limited And, and i think it i think it did i think it was intentional because the game was very narrative driven and cinematic like my wife enjoyed watching it uh which sometimes she gets the tediousness of going into menus and messing with your gear and upgrading it and stuff but this was just like you pick up a gun and you go and very much like a a pulp uh adventure movie like indiana jones or sahara or something Mm -hmm. did you play uh, lost legacy have you played that one mm mm-hmm so it's it's kind of like the standalone, th- their version of Miles Morales kind of is like the the first one that kind of did this where it's like a not full release, but here's like a 
truncated version um, that's a little bit cheaper and, you know, it's not quite as long. Um, uh, the the premise, it, it, it's uh, Chloe Frazier, who is from the second and third one. Uh, and you're playing as her, and she's with Nadine, and they go on this, you know, adventure or whatever. And the majority of it takes place in this kind of quasi-open world, like the Madagascar mission, where you're driving around in a jeep. You have a, a I really jeep, and you're driving part, around. And uh, there are crates kind of spread around from the, the shoreline people, mm-hmm. and you can lockpick them, and then they have powerful weapons in it. So they gave you a silenced pistol to play with a little bit m- more often in that, which I, I found to be really fun. So that gave you kind of like another level of the stealth to play around with. So instead of just like sneaking around and like um, choking out dudes, you could you had a silenced pistol and you could still stay in stealth, which I, I liked. And I, I kind of wish Uncharted 4 had had a little bit more of that other than just kind of sneaking around. If you get seen, well, they're in a gunfight now. Yeah. It's funny you uh, you mentioned Indiana Jones a minute ago. Did y'all notice any of the references to Indiana Jones during the game? I The dates one the I really liked. The dates one, that was pretty obvious. Um, that was oh, pretty when funny. Was, when, when did he say bad dates? That was when they were in the, in the cemetery mm-hmm. in, in Scotland looking for uh, the grave mm-hmm. for uh, Thomas Avery. And, yeah. Uh, and he's like looking at him and he's like, bad dates because uh, they're looking for like the specific because it was a specific date on a uh uh-huh. piece of paper or something um but that one was pretty obvious uh I, I got three more of them here that i noticed um uh one of them uh in the same uh pretty much the same spot in the game where they're in the in the cemetery right before they get there mm-hmm. where they discover that you know they find out that rafe and nadine and them are like looking for you know the the, the grave site or the treasure or whatever mm-hmm. in the old uh, in the old church or something, and then Nathan and his brother realize that it's actually in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So, the, and, uh, and they, I forget what the line of dialogue was, but it was something on along the lines of uh, "they're digging in the wrong place." Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that I thought I actually got a good chuckle out of that one. I don't know if that if that was actually a reference to it or not, or just uh, coincidence. Um. And then there was another uh, reference where in the. Uh, you get the uh, the sigil puzzle in the clock tower mm-hmm. in, in uh, Madagascar. He uh, he takes out a piece of paper and stencils the uh, you know whatever the markings are on top of that uh, that that table thing in the center of the room where you have all the pictures of the pirates, mm-hmm. which is basically what Indiana Jones did in Last Crusade when they find the uh, the old Knights Templar uh, shield in the under uh, Venice. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Venice, and he like takes it and just mm-hmm. scrubs it on a piece of paper. And then the last one was the uh, the Ming Dynasty vase uh-huh from uh where his he shatters the vase and his dad's like oh it's a fake and there was a there was a uh, reference to that when they were looking in uh the flashback scene when they were like in the old woman's house looking for their mother's uh-huh. journal uh-huh so that was that was pretty uh that was pretty cool to, to kind of take notice on uh, that's that's actually a big one i actually found that one uh looking at it online because mm-hmm. i kinda was like how many indiana jones references are there in this game and there was like one of the ones that popped up I was like oh hey that's interesting so, clever girl yep and uh, I also noticed some uh, a couple of other references that might not have been actual references. Again, probably coincidence. Um, the uh, a lot there was a lot of like Goonies essence there when, mm-hmm. when you think about it. Like the pirate ship in the cave, mm-hmm. um, the way that the cave like you know caved in at the end there. Um, the uh, when you get to the when you get to New Devon and you find all the pirate skeletons around the table like how they did on the ship oh, in, uh-huh, in the Goonies. Uh-huh. Um, there was that. And then I think I got one more here that I found. Um, oh, the pirate booby traps 
That's another one. Um, booby traps. <laughs> booby trap? Didn't you see the movie? Uh, and then. So I said, Sam booby traps. And then there was one that I noticed uh, from. You remember in a goofy movie? Oh, I remember when a goofy they, when movie. They're on the, when they're on the car uh-huh. in the river. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, this is a waterfall. Waterfall. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, like Nate kind of said that during the, uh, the the scene where they're in the Jeep and they're going down the river. Uh-huh. And they got to jump out. He's like, waterfall. So, again, I don't know if that's intentional, intentional or, not. or not, but I just that was the first thing that popped into my head and my mind full of encyclopedia of references and shit. Dang. So. Yeah, I didn't pick up on any of those references. I don't even know. How did I miss bad dates? I just played that again like yesterday. You'll know now. <laughs> You'll know to look for that. You're gonna be like, I, you can just just go back to that. Just go back to that one, uh, that one segment of the game and just mm-hmm. play through that, and then you'll 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 realize it. But mm-hmm. was anyone else expecting, like having played the other ones, that there to be a supernatural twist to happen, or do you think they were going to shy away from it again? Uh, I mean, in terms of just the storyline itself, with with it being pirates and things like that, I didn't really expect a lot of supernatural anything there um which come to think about there wasn't really a lot in in the first uncharted was there i don't i don't think there was like nazi zombies was there Mm -hmm. uh, well i mean that yeah chasing you through Mm -hmm. in there but other than that it wasn't like you know you're you're having to search for this fabled well no i guess you do um i'm trying to think of the way to say this but uh no i get i get i get your point Mm -hmm. you are correct Mm -hmm. you are correct Mm -hmm. What do you think, Jonathan? Did it? Were I have not played the others before, but some of the stuff he was saying. At one point, he discusses a bunch of his old, his old stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, when he, I really liked the part when he was in his room because I hadn't played the other games. Oh yeah. And he's uh-huh. lo- looking at all his trophies. I spent a lot of time in there messing around with that stuff. When you're in the attic with like the little Nerf gun shooting the targets yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, but it kind of. It's like jumping into a movie series it, towards the end. You just, uh, I'm sure there was a lot of references in there to other, other stuff, but mm-hmm. one other thing it was kind of fun. Was the but I, yeah, I wasn't expecting anything supernatural because it just that's not very common now in games. It's like it's either going to be the way that way the whole the whole way through, or or it's you know, or it won't be show up at all. Yeah. Um, I was kind of expecting it a little bit because we had one and two, which had a like a twist right there at like three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. And then three kind of did a psych out where it was like a supernatural little twist or right around the same part. And then they're like, no, just kidding. You had like a hallucinogenic and yeah. you were like seeing all this stuff. So I was kind of thinking four was going to bring it back either. I don't know like how on the net, like pirate ghosts or whatever, you know. Are those like the mummies come to life in that weird cave where they exploded? But that would have freaked me the hell out. Um, just being yeah, honest. No, I, 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 I still, I liked it that this was more more so like um, grounded than even three was. Like, yeah, because three you, you fought like these flaming head people in in the lost city of Ubar. Like their the, heads are on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And even like the the people you were the group I forget what their name was that you were fighting against even had like hints of like supernatural business going on where that that I think his name was Talbot. He like appeared in like one spot and then could like disappear and was in over like this other spot which they never addressed. Yep. And even 
so even that there was like a, a hint of like something kind of supernatural going on with them and this one was just like straightforward now this is a pirate adventure all the way through because the supernatural part in, in the second one was the um with the tree of life or yeah something, that sap it? made everybody yeah. like super strong and immortal or something I always get I always get the supernatural of two and three mixed up. I always thought that I couldn't remember if the gin was in two or three or not. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like playing. Uh, I never played Crash Bandicoot before. <laughs> oh yeah, neither 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 have I. I, I lo- still haven't played Crash Bandicoot. I love how you they didn't have. play it in the scene went in the living room. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did play it there, but um, I okay. still haven't like gone back and played it. And I have that fancy new little Crash Bandicoot collection where they're all remade or whatever. Yeah. Nice. I like how they used the original graphics mm-hmm. for that little that little part there. Yeah. Yeah, it did feel very even though I didn't have any like attachment to Crash Bandicoot, that was very nostalgic, like the just the PlayStation startup and you know sounds and all that kind of stuff. I think they caught a lot of like cool little things like that. Like um, it just felt like something a, a person would do. Like my wife still plays, you know, the Wii U or even the N sixty four. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. like it's it's fun. Yeah, playing old Mario a, games and stuff. It was a nice little, like, just delve into their relation, like, uh, Nate's and Elena's relationship, too. Like, having been with them over, you know, like, three adventures and then coming into this fourth one, like, now they've, like, settled down and they're in their suburbia home. And it's a nice little, like, look on the other side of the fence because you've always been in these elaborate, like, picturesque, like, yeah. grandiose spaces. And then you've we hadn't seen, like, a house or anything like that yet so it was, it was kind of neat it like i wouldn't say broke the immersion because, i mean because you're still playing uncharted but it was just another level to it that you're not used to it like fleshed them out even yeah, kind, of, uh, kind of gave you a, a a feel of like what their life is like outside of just the main storyline itself mm-hmm. even the like salvage scene where you're like something exciting is going on and it's just like pulling a train car out of a river or a truck out of a river just, uh, just the mundaneness of it. Yeah, that right. I really like that salvage. part. I did um, too. Playing it, even like uh, when I restarted it a couple of days ago, like playing it again, like you're, um, you come out. Uh, how how does it shoot? How does it start? How does the game start? Um, I think you're just swimming, right? It, it starts out. It starts out when you're. Uh, uh, escaping from the prison, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 You play this this elaborate prison thing, like oh, looking yeah, yeah. for the. Um, like the uh, that uh, the watchtower and like the, the yeah, treasure in the, the watchtower, uh, and you yeah, find the, a crucifix and the, all that stuff, yep. and then um, you go back in back in time, and you have um, Nate as a kid and his brother fleshing out their relationship a little bit, and then throws you. I mean, you come out of like this rainforest, basic the very first thing coming out of the rainforest, and then are pushed into the in this river, and you're scuba diving, and you're like, oh, well, what's he doing now? Like, what's he looking for? And then yeah, it's just like, oh no, he's just has a job and you like pull out of the water and then it's just like the cityscape. I thought that, yeah, I really like that because it, it was not what I was expecting. I was expecting to like come out of like some rainforest river and then there's right. a truck that had fallen off a, you know, high rise bridge somewhere. I think I sent yeah. y'all a photo that I took of my trophies. Mm-hmm. So like I got a, I got a trophy that was listed right under one of the trophies I got when I first played the game, like four or five years apart. Yep. And I was like, man, it's been a while since I played this. And going back <laughs> to the river scene in the very beginning, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know there's going to be a shark in this water somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the, I like, I like the whole mundaneness of it. And how did how did you feel about Nate and Elena's relationship? 
Uh, Relationships are hard in games <laughs> and movies because it's like you don't really want your masculine. It's probably not a good trope, but it's you don't want your masculine character to be like domesticated. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably not good, but that's just like that's why like everybody's moms are dead in like every movie. You know, it's like home life is not exciting, but but. It was fine. Like, I was, I thought it was weird how, how he quickly he decided to start lying to her. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, what do you think especially about Especially since, no, finish what you're saying. Especially since she was like trying to get him to do something that was sort of illegal and then he went and did something that you was like super crazy. <laughs> Dude, it's illegal. No, I'm just going to lie to you instead. Yeah, I'm going to go for some scary treasure stuff. It was fine. Um, I, I will say once she kind of found out about it and like went to him and confronted him about it, like that whole, even though we've kind of seen like their relationship be like on again, off again, like over the course of like three games, that did still kind of made me uncomfortable. I don't know if uncomfortable, but like I, I felt it like the uncomfortableness of the situation, like, oh, she found out and he's, I mean, on, they're on the rocks now. Yeah, and then, then and then there there's a specific moment where they like I think like fall in a pit together and then like he apologize like it's a very sincere apology and yeah. she's like no it's okay and then like they're fine like I I really bought into that I liked it a lot yeah that was when uh like when going back to the just the awkwardness of that moment when she finds out it's mm-hmm. like I literally felt like how how Soli and Sam felt during that moment of just like you're just in the room with somebody who's having an argument and you just <laughs> don't know what to do mm-hmm. it's like someone's singing happy birthday to you and you don't know what to do with your hands that's just what it feels like it's just like okay <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and wait it out um, but yeah the, uh, the 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 part where they made up that was when you uh, find out about his his actual past with his brother and how they got their name and all of that mm-hmm. um, and just you know, why they do what they do. And that creepy old woman scared the shit out of me <laughs> for a minute. Which creepy old woman? The one, like, when they were in her house looking for their mom's journal. Oh, yes, yes, and yes, she's yes. Like, she's like, put it down. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, old <laughs> like, wrinkly old zombie-looking woman in the background just barely lit, and I was just like, ah! Speaking of relationships. Like... Yes, yeah. Um, for people who don't remember or haven't played the game, the beginning of the game, as mentioned, starts with you, Nathan Drake, and his brother, Sam, in a prison, right? Mm-hmm. And they bust out, and Sam gets shot and falls, like, a long distance to his doom. A substantial amount of feet. An amount, yes. And as is the tendency of fictional characters, that did not stop him, and he returns several years later to kind of finish the mission because he's in trouble with some people and stuff. But how he was acting and how he was a little bit shifty the whole time, I was really expecting him to turn into like a traitor or a bad guy, mm-hmm. um, especially since Nathan left him. I mean, obviously Nathan thought he was dead. He, like I said, he got shot like a lot and then fell very far. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of um, what happened. That's what happened with rape was that he was on their side and then now he's against them and he's, you know, using them to uh, to get the treasure for himself. But I, the whole time I was just like, "Oh, Sam, I'm gonna be really sad when you turn on me." Like, do you? But go ahead. But I was, you know, it didn't. 
Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was still kind of sketchy because he was lying about the reasoning of mm-hmm. needing. Yeah, to but he wasn't like. I figured there'd be a moment where he's like, "Oh, you left me, now I'm gonna leave you," you know, sort of uh-huh. thing. Kind of reminds me of uh, Red Dead Two with Dutch. He's always like, "I have a plan, Arthur." <laughs> Arthur, <laughs> Arthur. I, did, I did for us and this family. Oh, man. Um, I did some bad things. <laughs> Down going, by the river. We're going to Cuba or wherever the fuck it was they were going. What was it? <laughs> I think they wanted to go to Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Do you There's remember anything drizzles. about the production of Uncharted 4? This is kind of relating back to you thinking Sam was going to turn out to betray him. So um, think, it, uh, it was a long. I know it was long, right? Like yes. people changed. Yeah, the, like, uh, I think the main writer, whose name is Amy Hennig, she left during the project, which is weird because I think she has been with Naughty Dog a long time and was like the lead writer on one, two, and three, and had started writing four, and it got like a substantial amount of way through, and they had uh, released a teaser, and there was a character who was narrating it, who I. Th- think this and i don't know if it's out there or if this is just my thought but i think that was supposed to be sam's character and sam's character ended up changing and became nate's brother but the character that i think he used to be did sound like nate left him and that he was coming back for revenge so it's interesting that you kind of picked hmm. up on that just for maybe i saw that and that was in my subconscious but it all just, it just seemed like a story trope and i'm glad that they didn't mm-hmm. go along with um kind of the cliche especially since he was a little bit shady like i mean he's oh yeah he had the prison he's been in trouble his whole you know now that you uh, i just looked up the uh the thing about amy hennig and all of that uh basically uh amy hennig and justin richmond began work on the on uncharted 4 in 2011 uh-huh and then uh you know they led the, it says they led the development for several years until their departure from the company in march of 2014 and then in june that's when uh uh, Neil Druckmann and, and the other guy were uh, started working on it, and it says that there was reports that uh, Amy Hennig was forced out of Naughty Dog by Druckmann, mm-hmm. and then they scrapped eight months of her her, mm-hmm. her work in the story and and all of that. So I don't really know any more details than that from what I just saw, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean it, it does sound like there was probably going to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who the character, because I think he was recasting everything, too. It wasn't the same actor um, as the Sam character as it was previously. Like, it was a different voiceover actor and stuff. Who, Troy Baker. Yeah, it was not Troy Baker who did, like, the original, like, narration trailer and stuff. And then, like, that role got completely recast, which became Sam and, you know, Troy Baker and stuff. Which, if that's the case, then Rafe probably wasn't even a character at that time. Yeah, right. Yeah, Rafe may not have been in there at all. It was just going to be Sam and Nathan, and then Sam was going to turn. Mm-hmm. But... That's all speculation, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you buy into their relationship, like not having any mention of Sam for like three adventures, and then all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I have a brother. Surprise! He thought he was dead. Yeah. Well, he he didn't start any of his actual adventures until after he got out of prison, right? Because it was it had been like what, like ten, twelve years or something, uh, right? yes. supposedly. Mm-hmm. Like it had been a long time, so that wasn't because if you remember, like uh, near the end, that's when he started telling Sam about. You know, uh, El Dorado and, and mm-hmm. Shambhala and all of that. Sure. So he probably had no knowledge of his brother even being alive during those times. Oh, yeah, yeah, not at all. So. Um, 
I don't know. I just still thought it was weird, like that we had had no mention of it. <laughs> which I mean, you can't decide to like. You yeah. Know, if you decide to add a character, you know, however many years years later, it's kind of hard to like retrofit that in. It's but like when Lethal Weapon added Joe Pesci to the cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Other than just like the awkwardness of like not having mentioned Sam before, I really like the Sam and uh, Nate dynamic because when it was like the two of them, and even like uh, being in Madagascar most recently, like when it's the like Sully and the three of them mm-hmm. like riding around in the jeep, like their banter back and forth, I really liked. I it. loved all that stuff and and the the design of the game that was so much like depending on where you looked or it triggered at exact times instead of like there's usually like a large kind of trigger box for stuff like that, but it was like very specific when, when certain dialogue happened, it just seemed very cinematic and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was very immersive. And every time I was like just chuckling the whole time or mm-hmm. it was fun. Yeah. It's just a good, like popcorn little flick, even like the, just like the, um, like the beautiful ness of the like um environment you were in like when you're in scotland like it's not something that you draw attention to at all but scotland Scotland. we named the dog indiana well (laughs) if you junior henry jones jr whenever you like look over the cliff to the ocean if you look for long enough like you'll see like humpback whales like breaching out of the water and stuff like that just a little yeah a little attention to detail really cool Did y'all notice? Um, hang on. Yeah. Let's see. What is this? Uh, Something else about change. So I really enjoyed the score to this. So I was listening to the score a little bit. And then I was going to pick up the old ones. And mm-hmm. I noticed that they had a different composer for this. Oh, really? So this one uh, it was Henry Jackman, who did a lot of movies that you've probably seen. Stuff like uh, X-Men First Class. Ooh. He's very diverse, like Captain Phillips. And then uh, he did the Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Big Hero 6, Wreck-It Ralph. So tons like of stuff. Man's John Williams. Right. Yeah. <laughs> very, very diverse, but I really enjoyed the score. But I thought, it, I, I kind of just always wonder why why you switch after having so many. of, And, and I'm guessing, especially since music is often like a carry-through. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars when you get away from John Williams, it takes away a little bit of the feel of just Star Wars. You can try to imitate it, but you can't do it exactly. Like the Rogue One st- score? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if I remember, I, something, something like that was similar in uh, Dark Souls 3 when uh, with uh, Gwen's theme at the end. Have y'all ever played that? Uh, don't I don't know if I played Dark Mm-mm. Souls 3. It was like... Uh, so sorry. From, from my understanding, uh, and don't quote me on this, this was told to me by uh, a guy that I used to work with that played these games. Uh, he said, uh, "It was like uh, uh, Gwyn, Lord of Cinder, mm-hmm. was the uh, main boss in the very first Dark Souls universe game, whatever. And then in Dark Souls three that came out five or so years ago, there's a battle, a boss battle near the end where you defeat the boss, and then they play uh, Gwyn's theme mm-hmm. from the first game, mm-hmm. and then he appears, and you have to battle him or something like that. I, again, I don't know the details on that. I just know that that that's what he told me, but um, it just it." Something similar to that where, you know, like, you know, you just have an old theme that you just dig up again just for nostalgia's purposes. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember the specific point, but I noticed it today. So it may it may have been in, in Scotland where something big was about to start happening. Scotland. Scotland. And um, 
speaking of the score, like just been like regular kind of like background music. And then it was during a cut scene and something was like starting to build and you heard the uncharted theme, like very Mm -hmm. low in the mix and it kind of rose up a little bit. And that, that got me, that got me going a little bit. Cause I was like, Oh man, it's just like the original, like uncharted score. Cause when this one, like when, uh, I don't know if it's all the, all the other ones, but I remember in the original, like even on the title screen, like that's the gold coin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the score is just like going full tilt, like hard into it, like the, all the trumpets and the mm-hmm. horns and stuff. And then in this little uh, cut scene where there, I think it was just Sam and Nate talking. And then you heard like on the low end of it, just the score, just very subtle. And I was like, that's, that, that's good emotion. It's like in a movie trilogy when like, in the in the in the last of the trilogy, they have a reprise of the theme mm-hmm. in like a very emotional part of the film. Because mm-hmm. yeah, this one's very subdued. Like when you start it, like even the startup screen is very different. All the other ones were kind of like very gamey, like press X to start mm-hmm. or whatever. And this one's just like a blank screen with like the pirate skeleton hanging in the uh, hanging in the well, um, it's, 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 uh, cage. Well, it's it's like the same with uh, Last of Us. Yeah. How in part one, it's just it's the window, and then you mm-hmm. have you know start game, load game, all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and Last of Us Two with just the boat floating in the water, like, mm-hmm. like that's that's the kind that's the kind of start screens that I I, I, I kind of enjoy just because it's it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of gives you a feel. Of yeah, get you in the mood before it, you. Even yeah, start. it gives you it gives you a little bit of a like a mood before you like just going into it. It's like this is how it's going to be. Like okay, mm-hmm. so it's going to be, you know, dark and tragic or mm-hmm. you know lively or whatnot. So mm-hmm. I like Nadine like having played Lost Legacy and kind of like being partners with her. And Lost Legacy takes place after this, like being partners with her and then coming back to this and like seeing her in an antagonistic role. I like Nadine's character quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think uh, Nadine had some very redeemable qualities mm-hmm. considering how she, to the point at the near the end where she decided that she didn't want anything to do with them anymore and she's like, I'm taking what I have and I'm leaving mm-hmm. because this is insane. And and that kind of fits into the theme of how the the treasure corrupted the pirates mm-hmm. that you know were keeping it safe mm-hmm. and, and hoarding it to themselves. And couldn't and, let it go. And couldn't let it go. And that's how that's how it ended up with Rafe because uh, you know all Nate wanted to do was just save Sam and and you know run off and run away and get mm-hmm. away and just let Rafe have it. Mm-hmm. And Rafe's like, no, I'm going to kill you because it's just like this is this is just how I how I want this to end. Mm-hmm. I need to kill you and have the treasure to myself so I know that I have it to myself. I, I want to say just how good a job, I don't know the actor who portrayed Rafe, but just how good he portrayed that character because every time he was on screen, I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> he was <laughs> such a good, sleazy slug of a bad guy. I looked it up the other day. Let me find it. It was, uh, he was actually, I think he was actually in, uh, he was like a background character in, NCIS at one point oh or something. Oh, um, What's his name? Uh, load, you stupid phone. I really hate this phone. Um, Warren Cole. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he was in. He was in... Uh, he was in an episode of White Collar. Mm-hmm. You ever mm-hmm. watch that? Probably mm-hmm. not. Nope. Um, he was in something for a long time. He was an extra in Avengers, so I guess he wasn't really that popular. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I kind of wish that I like I knew him for more things because he's a he's a very good uh, voice actor. Mm-hmm. But I, I I would assume that he'd be a very good actual 
actor himself in anything live action. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he. I don't know. If, did they do? They didn't do motion capture for that, did they? Uh, I think they did. Did they? Yeah, I think they motion captured everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. How was the the last little boss fight? How'd you like the sword battle, which kind of came out of nowhere? I I just didn't enjoy the combat controls at all, so for the, for I was just like ready for it to be done. But I enjoyed the the feeling of it, but I didn't enjoy playing it. If that makes any sense, yeah. I agree entirely. But I liked that you did this pirate adventure adventure, and then like the final encounter is like a swashbuckling mm-hmm. sword fight like that idea is cool but the fact you had to learn like a whole new control screen right at the end <laughs> was very frustrating i did i did like the I, I i liked it and i also didn't like parts of that because um there's a trophy for parrying all of rape's attacks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the thing i liked about it was that you know like i was trying to get that trophy and so if I missed one, I could just restart that, that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing was is, you know, usually you re- you, you learn patterns. Yep. And it's like, okay, it's going to be right, right, left, right, left. Mm-hmm. It was random every time. It was like he's just, he, he starts either left or right, and you don't know what's coming. So you have to actually have use your judgment and, and uh, defend yourself that way, and I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I didn't really care for about it that much was I – I thought it could have flowed a little bit better because he like kind of comes at you slow, mm-hmm. and then when you like defend it, he goes "hata" like really quick. Mm-hmm. So it it seemed like you know it was kind of cheating there a little bit, like it wasn't really authentic. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I mean, I got the trophy and I'm proud of myself for nice. it. But um, playing it on crushing, it was like almost one swipe was a kill. Yeah. So I have there's a cheat after beating it one time that you can put things in slow motions. I had to put it in slow motion to actually beat him on crushing because it was so that was smashing my head against the TV for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to be brave enough to do it on crushing. Yeah, it was terrifying. Um, I, yeah, I, it's just th- the controls didn't seem very intuitive because it was like, I think triangle was like dodge left or something and yeah. then circle was maybe like parry right or uh, even like if those had been the shoulder buttons where it was like right is right and left is left it would have made it 10% yeah. easier. Yeah, because when I would get into a melee, like if I was a big gun battle and I got into a melee with somebody like I couldn't block any attacks or anything like that. I just had to just go beans with fucking punching them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the, the gun battles themselves were actually quite fun. Mm-hmm. Um, did you use auto-aim at all? or No, I did not use auto-aim. I thought about, trying when I was trying to blaze through it on easy, about throwing auto-aim on, auto aim on just so I could get through it quicker, but I, I never even turned it on. Hmm. I think I, 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 think I had it on the I default just and I just didn't turn it off. Didn't enjoy the shooting. Just the way... Like you said earlier, where it's like Tomb Raider has kind of refined it, and it's not. Yeah, I guess part of it is because mostly in Tomb Raider you're doing like stealth, like bow shots or Mm -hmm. stuff like that where you can take your time precision. But trying to shoot like uh, AK-47, like in third person with kind of iffy controls, and even with the auto-aim on, if they, you know, if they cross with another person, your auto-aim goes all wonky and... uh, Man, I don't know. I just I I could have just played the game without the combat, like, and uh-huh. had a lot of fun. <laughs> I pretty much stealth through almost every encounter, like, and if I got in the gun battle, I just restarted it. Uh, um, if it if it was one that you could stealth through, it, it's something they they never have really seemed to be able to fix. Is like the cover combat has never felt perfect. Because even in this one, it was just like. 
the cover wasn't, I don't know if it wasn't quite sticky enough to where I didn't feel like I was taking cover on what I wanted to majority of the time. And I'd have to like force myself out of and then go, go back in. And it just didn't seem, yeah, I don't know if sticky is the right word and intuitive. Maybe I'm just, I did enjoy like that. You're, you could lose your cover or if you stay there for too long in certain, certain things, they shoot it up and like a destructible environment. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, like certain stone walls will get shot down or if like crates will get smacked. Yeah, having to like improvise on the spot. But um, you mentioned crates. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to this in a minute. But uh, just to kind of hit on the, uh, you know, the the, uh, the combat of it, I really think it, it feels like a lot like Assassin's Creed. Like it's supposed to be leaning more towards a stealth type game, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, this is definitely so, way more so, stealth than any. So of they probably games. didn't. Uh, it seems like they didn't really put a lot of focus into the combat itself. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense because, like, when I could stealth through and it was a puzzle to figure out how to stealth through, that was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got in the battle, I'm just like, uh, I'm just gonna run around and yeah. probably get killed. And because there was there was one trophy uh, that I got that was uh, it was it was when you're when you get shipwrecked mm-hmm. and you're trying to get to Sam. And you've got to go, you know, through like a jump up, climb the cliffs and stuff like that. And then you get to the part where the, uh, where your enemies are all like looking around. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're you're not supposed to uh, kill any enemies until you get to the treasury. Mm-hmm. And um, I got I started like stealthing my way through there, and I was like, all right, cool. And it it I thought I got through it, but I actually went in a circle. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so. I had to go back through it again, but I just thought I just thought it was funny how how dumb the AI was mm-hmm. in a sense because like you're literally five feet from somebody and you run right past them and get them to cover and they and they were staring at you the whole time like did I just imagine that? It does break the immersion when like you run in a place and you're in cover and then Sam just like runs right up to the guy and like shoulders him in the face and the guy doesn't see him <laughs> because you're in cover. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're focused on you and they just don't even. He's like he doesn't even exist. They're just a ghost. <laughs> there was one. There was one part. Um, it was when you reunite with Sam, uh, and you're going through the old, uh, the old uh, village in uh, on uh, Madagascar or, or Libertalia, sorry. And uh, I was trying. It was uh, it was part of uh, uh, that trophy where you have to not kill any enemies. Mm-hmm. And there's this one part where you jump through a window, and there's a there's an armored guy that comes down the stairs and goes around. Uh, a corner, mm-hmm. and then you have to run up the stairs and jump off this ledge and use your uh, little grappling hook and swing into this building mm-hmm. across the way. It's got two snipers in it, and then you have to run out of that building across a little footbridge that's literally just two planks of wood and go into a room past another guy. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would get past the armored guy. I would get into the building with the snipers, and and you know it, it would kind of pick up their. Uh, you know their vision a little bit. They'd be like, "What was that?" Mm-hmm. And I'd wait, and then they'd go away, and I'd wait for the guy on the other side of the footbridge to go uh, move. And I would come out of stealth, out of my crouch, and go to run across the footbridge, but it would drop me down and hang me off the footbridge. And the dude staring right at me. I'm like, "You mm-hmm. son of a bitch!" So I had to start that entire segment over at least two dozen times just to mm-hmm. get through that one little part. So uh, there was I can't remember which specific mm-hmm. encounter. I don't know if it was the same one where you said you were running in circles, but playing it on crushing. Remember, there's one specific encounter that was a really big open spot that was a combat section, and you could try and stealth mm-hmm. through it, or I mean, fight your way through. And I remember just being stuck in that place for hours. 
It may have been the one, because it's shortly after you get shipwrecked, and it's like the first big combat section you get to. There's a bunch of tall grass and, you know. Like cliffs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and like yeah. tall rocks. Yeah, I think that's the same one. Yeah, that that dumb thing took me forever, but I'm glutton for punishment. Did you uh, did you manage to get any trophies during I did. your gameplay? Yeah, I got, the, I got the crushing trophy. I got the all optional conversations. I got cleaned up the treasures, so I got those. Um, and then, so you got the strange relics. Yes. Mm-hmm. How'd you? Th- how'd you what do you think of those little I, Easter eggs? I, there? Are great. I love Jack and Daxter. So anytime I see a precursor orb, I'm super hot about it. I just love Jack and Daxter so yeah, much. Yeah, there were there were three treasures that uh, one's a precursor orb from Jack and Daxter, one's a Firefly pendant from the first Last of Us game, and then the other one is a fruit from uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I had not found the fruit before until this playthrough, so I thought that was real cute. That was a little like jeweled fruit. There's so many tro- so many treasures in this game, mm-hmm. like 110 of them. Yeah, and you know how I feel about collectibles and getting all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I hate collecting things and getting all the bullshit, <laughs> especially if it's like Assassin's Creed, the first like Assassin's Creed Two. This Those is the one feathers. that the fucking feathers. Your little brother and <laughs> stupid little feathers. Jesus Christ. Or the, like or like the little the little um the the shanties in, in in Black Flag where you had to like chase the things down. I was like, dude, I don't, don't I don't have time for that shit. Just give me, let me just get the damn thing. The one thing, or the the big thing in like Lost Legacy that I think it did better than Uncharted Four. I'll say second thing because they gave you a silent pistol a lot. Is they weren't treasures. They were like artifacts or something. They called them. There were eleven artifacts that you could get around the open world section. And I, f- I forget exactly where you are. Their open world section where you're in the Jeep. You stay in for quite a bit. Um, you get these artifacts, and then you take these artifacts to a specific spot and put it in, and then you get a treasure. But this treasure is actually one that like enhances the gameplay because it like vibrates and makes a sound whenever you're close to a treasure. Okay. So it helps you find all the treasures a little bit easier, which I really liked. It's because art. I mean, uh, Uncharted's never you know been an RPG. It's always action, yeah. but this is like. Like, here's this little little thing that enhances your play experience. I will say uh, one thing that they did in this game was they carried over the flashlight mm-hmm. mechanic from Last of Us where mm-hmm. you had to, like, tap your controller to get it to work. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem to work very well in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd sit there and I'd be, like, tapping my controller for a solid 30 seconds and my flashlight would still just sit there black screen. Uh, like, All right, come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ugh. But that was a cute little that was a cute little additive there that they had that I thought was pretty cool. But, mm-hmm. but I, I I feel like I, I when we when we did the the episode for Last of Us the uh, part one I, I said that I forgot how long that game actually was. Mm-hmm. I forgot how long this game actually was. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, congrats to Naughty Dog for putting out games that are three hours longer than anyone anticipates. Mm-hmm. Did it ever feel too At long? At least. Um. It didn't feel. It felt a little bit longer than it should have been, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough to, uh, for me to make think that it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I would say more sections. Do what felt long. Uh, yeah, for me, like a certain section might have felt long, not the overall game. I was fine with the game going on indefinitely. Yeah, yeah but like certain sections, I'm like, okay, I'm a little tired of of this. Yeah, like certain kind of repetitive lo- section, lengthy yeah. and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like uh, for anyone listening that's played uh, part two of Last of Us, that game is about six hours longer than it needed to be. That is very that game ended like long. twelve times. Mm-hmm. It is very long. I will come going back and like playing it this second, which the the time I did not finish it um, on easy easy baby mode. Um, <laughs> 
I was in Scotland and I was like, okay, I'm getting to the end of Scotland and then we're going to like get to the boat part and we're going to be like tracking yep. down like all the little, uh, where you have to like drive and you're in the little archipelago or whatever and yep. driving around it a little. And then I completely forgot about the Madagascar part. So I was like, oh, there's a whole nother section I'm not mm-hmm. even thinking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, I, I, I don't know if it would be too long to me, but yes, it, it is definitely longer than I remember. Just like forgetting about sections. Yep. You mentioned uh, you mentioned crates earlier, Harley. You'll appreciate this, uh, being the engineer. Engineer. Um, the uh, <laughs> the crates that you can use to move and climb up on things. How is it that pirates were able to build crates mm-hmm. with perfectly good wheels that lasted four hundred years? Like caster wheels, like I know, not just. <laughs> <laughs> like no blemishes whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's like they not just, even seized up. Nope. No WD forty. Like let me. Just I thought about the first place. We, the first big pirate cave that you went into. I was just like, pirates did this to hide their treasure. Like this would have cost more than their treasure. Like this is some knights. This is nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing like a big pile of crates with like a shopping cart wheel. That's that's basically imagine a imagine a crate that's five foot by five foot by five foot with. Not not necessarily shopping cart wheels, but like just the little shitball wheels that you'll have on on like a like a desk chair or something like that. Nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Just oh, just imagine that. That still worked after five hundred years. years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all their little traps and contraptions still work flawlessly. Right. Um, any closing thoughts? I'm gonna have to wrap us up because I got a yes. low disk storage uh, message, so I want to not all right. end up yes. being cut off. Um. um this game, through most of 2016, I'm reading, was the highest rated game on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Is that surprising to you? Not for like just 2016, but for of all time. In 2016, people were saying it was the greatest game of all time. I would say at the time, for the time that it came out, it was probably one of the greatest ones that was put out. Um it had, I mean, not not. It, it's aged rather well. Mm-hmm. I still think it's, you know, maybe like a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, but like better than like, like, like a, a Zelda game or. Oh, you know, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's a classic, obviously. But I'm just saying, just in terms of. Okay, build, Metal Gear Solid or something. something. Yeah, I mean, this is one that you like sit down and throw on when you don't have anything going on the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. You just feel like you get a wild hair up your ass. I'm like, I'm gonna play Uncharted Four. Mm-hmm. It's still it's still a ninth highest rated game on there. Which I, wow. I, I still find, I mean, I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it's not anywhere near I would put that Last level of for me. Up above this, I think. E- oh, easily. It is. Um, it, 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 it's rated higher, yeah. Speaking I don't of, know. Uncharted 4 is very good, but yeah, I don't know if I would have, I don't know if, yeah, I would have it in like my top 10 necessarily. I will say that the most shocking thing about this game for me didn't have anything to do with the you know the gameplay itself, but it was the fact that it was rated T mm-hmm. and not M. Huh. I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I just figured that you know the, the amount of language and and not necessarily violent. I mean, there was violence, obviously, but just um, that that amount would you know give it a, a rating such as that. I just thought yeah, that I don't was know weird. Really, the, like the particular like cutoff, like of the the goriness factor of the the violence. I want to I wanna say M. I want to say it's like right on the cusp of being. A mature rated game, but mm-hmm. not enough to push it over the threshold. Yeah, just from the gameplay, I noticed that about halfway through, I was like, "This is rated T, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ!" But that was just a that was just a a thought that I had that I noticed that I thought was kind of weird. 
All right. Uh, Harley, do you have any questions? What game was it again? <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. <laughs> I did actually have a question. I read while you guys were talking that supposedly this was the first game to let you drive cars. Is there any like noticeable difference between like the franchise like as you've been playing it that you were like that was a cool mechanic? I'm glad they added it. We're talking about driving cars like in the series. I thought you meant like of all time because I'm like yeah, I'm pretty sure I drove uh, in Mario Kart. has been around for a while. <laughs> Mario Kart in, in the series. Yeah. Um, on topic, like any game mechanics that they added that weren't in the first one. The Jeep, yeah, the Jeep. I liked I liked the Jeep because when you get to Madagascar, that's like the first thing you're. The Jeep was fun. In, yeah. Yeah, you get to Madagascar and it's not. It's way more open world in the Lost Legacy when you have the Jeep. This is like quasi, where it's like sections that you can kind of like drive around and explore, mm-hmm. and then there's little treasures at little forts you can go yeah. find. But yeah, I like the Jeep a lot. Cause you you have the uh, a winch that you can get out and like wrap around trees because mm-hmm. there's like hills that are too muddy, and then you have to like find a tree to winch onto. So it's a definitely a good little little breakup of the monotony of like running around and jumping and stuff did you feel at all bad about tearing apart the uh, untouched wilderness of the madagascar and uh plains with not your jeep shredding it to not pieces it's, it's not real <laughs> oh yeah I, th- I, th- I thought about those little lemurs when they're bouncing around i was like oh man i'm gonna tear up their little uh, forest trail i was too busy looking for the rock uh-huh. towers for the trophy but oh, the kyarn's not a leave no trace world. But uh, uh, Harley, you being the uh, self-appointed psychopath that you are, uh, you'll get a kick out of what I'm about to tell you. So whenever, uh, like, if Nathan's like climbing on a cliff and he falls or whatever, and like Sully or, or Sam, or they're like, "Oh my God, Nate!" Like when mm-hmm. you're like crashing down to the rocks and shit. Nate, no. There was a point in the Jeep where I don't know, like, just I, I guess it just just the the psychopath in me just decided that. I'm going to drive this Jeep off a cliff with everybody in it to see what yes. happens. And there Does was, anybody <laughs> say anything at that point? There's a, so there was this one this one uh, part in Madagascar, and it's it's this this massive canyon, and and there's it's as if they almost put it in the, put this put this in the game because they wanted you to do this. Mm-hmm. There's a massive canyon, and you're supposed to go. The road goes to the right and down a hill, mm-hmm. but like right here on the ledge is like a little like a little ramp. It looks like a little ramp, and they're like. You're, you're gonna hit it. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it, aren't you? We already know you're gonna do it, so we're just gonna make you do it anyway. And uh, I drove off that, and then and it just crashes down. It flips over, and they all go flying out. And they're like, Wah! <laughs> So I did that a couple times just because I wanted to hear what they would say. <laughs> because because the fact that the voice actors actually had to like you know go in the studio and and do that and be like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just the that's just funny to me. Nice. All right. Yeah, I like that. A little Uncharted 4 Thieves in. It's a fun little video game. Nice. Um, I'm going to leave Adam a note right about here. Or I guess, Harley, you can take note of about where we are that uh, this is going to need to be cleaned up. But we can put forward our picks for next go around. So in case it's just not super smooth, Adam can clean it up. But Bicks and dicks. I think I've already I've already been thinking you about it. You said it's not going to lose the whole recording if it stops, is it? It's just going to um, stop. We're st- uh, I think it was giving me a warning on my internal storage, but I have the Discord bot still recording, so I'll, do I can to, still okay. pull that off the, um, do you want the just, server if I need to. you want to just like, stop and then start a second recording file? And just no, I think, I think we're time? fine. Okay. Yeah, I think we're fine. Um, so if everybody needs it, does everybody have three kind of ready to go 
and then uh, I, or do you need a minute? I think I have three that are ready to go, but I don't know what you three, what the two of you were thinking. So I have a quick question. Yeah, yes, ahead. sir. We've we've only done narrative yeah. games so far, mm -hmm. which I think is is decent for podcast. Mm -hmm. I have an idea. Well, it's no man's sky. It's it's they've cleaned oh, it up so much that I've actually, wanted to try. I was actually it. thinking about that the other day. Was considering that. And it's on sale right now too. Oh, um, I got it. Yeah, I've got it too. <laughs> I haven't played it. But they've yeah, done so much work to it that I think it might be interesting to talk about like. Like I started playing it when it came out, and I was like, "This is awful. I'm not gonna play it." And I, mm -hmm. and now I want to get back into it and see because everybody's saying it's so good. Actually, I like that. They're idea. Not so good, but a lot better. Because that's that's what I did was I I got it on launch and I played it for a few weeks and then I just haven't picked it up since. And unlike you, I thought it I was played it for like an hour like, and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> like it, it's space Minecraft was all it was. That's that's what it was. My. My single biggest gripe with that game is that there are no customizable controls in game, and the sprint and inspect button are flopped. Yeah. So you can't sprint yes. with the left stick. Is so that still, which case? is every other game in the world. As far as I know, I can go into my customized like PS5 control settings and manually swap L3 and R3 for like the controller. Interesting. And I can force it to be. Because Sammy bought that. But that it's like the first thing. It's also multiplayer right now, so I thought that could be fun too. That is a. I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed to that idea. No, that's actually like that. My. I, th I think when I originally stated that I only wanted it to be single player was like the thought of like it would be really hard to do it for like, um, Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But no, sure. No Man's sure. Sky, I think, would be. Because you basically exception. just visit each My other's planets. planets. My only my yeah. only concern with that game is that since it's not story based, that there's not going to be a whole awful lot for us to discuss in in terms of an of a full length episode. Yeah, I yeah. think I think we can. I mean, we could probably stretch it out a good bit. I, I, don't I know, think there. Would, I would it, think there would it, be stuff to. It even does have the different game modes though. Okay. There's a creator mode and there's like okay. difficulty levels. So you could have you could also like assign different people like whatever they wanted to do. So if one person just wanted to mess around with the creator mode and one person yeah. just wanted to mess around with mm -hmm. it. Fair enough. But I, th I think even just talking about like the little little stories we got into or like little mischief stuff would yeah. be enough. I'm not, yeah, I'm, okay. a, I'm about it. I like that idea. That's not we bad. can do it. You can throw that in the mix. Yeah. Did you say I got you my had three like a, uh, an auto selector that you knew about that you could throw? I have used them before for like this name and hat type situation like, like a I can find like one for like us a carnival okay. wheel or something like a yeah. prize do you want to find one real quick and i'm yeah. going to go pee and then um we'll take a we'll take our put our three down and then make a decision i will uh i will consider my three as we go along rules still apply it has to be over a year old over what right that's what she said over a year old has to be playable on PlayStation. What? Don't we all have Nintendos too? I do not. Okay. So sad. But uh, yeah, it has to be on PlayStation and uh, or at least a year old. So think back to anything up to 2019. Now that we are in 2020 year of the apocalypse. Part two. 
Biden's going to fix everything, he said. I just, man, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so over politics. Like, I've been over it for the last three, four, like, I was thinking about this today. Like, I am just, I'm so, I'm almost to the point where I'm just done with Reddit as a whole. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, like, subscribe for the memes because literally everyone at this point on Reddit is like, if you have any sort of thought that is even slight, the slightest bit right-leaning, you're wrong. It's like, all right, let's, this isn't fucking parlor, they, all right? They did it to themselves, chill. though. Like, they did it, I mean. Because they're like, oh, there's no such thing as a Reddit hive mind. It's like, well, when 95% of your users. There definitely is, yeah are very very left wing then yeah that's a, that's, that's i will the, say that's there the, is that is the definition of a high ad, mind. it has less to do with the user and more to do with the algorithm that populates what you're gonna see or what channels you're gonna be recommended mm-hmm. like like the user base i feel like on reddit is probably more left yeah. anyways but on top of that you have the layer of like the algorithm being like here look at this here look at this what and you gotta look think, at that well mm-hmm. and you gotta think now like in terms of in terms of uh, just the the accessibility of it now is that you know the Reddit app has just it's fairly new. It's only been around for what like a handful of years now, like not even five years old. Yeah, it's pretty new. Because um, I know that they had Alien Blue before that. Oh, was, I remember Alien Blue. But it mm-hmm. wasn't like it wasn't really. It, it wasn't was, Reddit. It was very archaic and mm-hmm. and, and, and basic. And, uh, and now that it's an actual app that you can just download, it's like everyone's just like ooh. Uh, I will say, as a Reddit app, I like Apollo the most. Apollo? I like Apollo a lot. I never had that. I, I downloaded Alien Blue, and I tried to use it, and I was like, I just, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then the Reddit app came out, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is more user-friendly. But obviously, you know, everyone seems to think that, and now it's it's just, it's become a, I, I like to think of it as like liberal Facebook now, mm-hmm. just in terms of the users that are on it. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily it as a whole, just just the the. With, uh, talking about a hive mind, I will say that because I've been talking to you guys a little bit about it recently, but like Wall Street bets, like following the oh GameStop stock, absolutely is a hive mind, and Dude, it's glorious. I don't know who you deep fucking value is. <laughs> that motherfucker right there. I have no idea who he is, but he he just like comes. He in there. has made so much money off he, of GameStop. He posted something yesterday. It was like a seven million dollar cash out just on GameStop. Jonathan, have you what heard about fuck? this at all within like the no. last two or three days? No. No. He, so he was like literally the post was he bought I think ten thousand shares of GameStop at like twelve dollars mm-hmm. as an option. And then he just somehow sold them and churned out seven million dollars from all of that. Mm-hmm. And I was I was looking at that. I was looking at the charts. Like I don't know how this math works out. I just know that he put this number in and got this number out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all that matters. So GameStop stock has been exploding because they had an investor, you know, invest so much money and he got like a a good percentage back on his investment because the prices went up. Um, a whole bunch of other scenarios, but the subreddit Wall Street Bets has been trying to outplay like the um mel what's the the company melvin something or other but uh they're trying to like squeeze out the short sellers i don't know how short selling works and all this stuff but there's basically like interest that accrues on a short sell you need to you need to read the big short if you're curious about that i need yes i need to do that but anyway they're trying to expire all the short sellers um they're trying to squeeze them dry because gamestop will have like a big squeeze after the short sellers are all expired um so it has been mm. very interesting to watch this play out. Uh, 
Alright. Alright. No Man's <laughs> Sky. Uh, okay. Yeah, you ready yeah, to go? Start, start pumping me with the, the Alright, Jonathan, you go first. No Man's Sky, Bioshock, and Witcher 3. Oh my god, okay. Well, there goes two of my three. Fuck. Oh god. <laughs> no Man's Sky, Bioshock, and Witcher 3. Oh, I'll do Witcher 3 again. I'm not a coward. Oh, we're doubling up on Witcher 3? <laughs> you adamantly talked about how much you didn't want to I do d- that. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> That's right, the highest rated game on uh, IMDb. I, yes, I would. I would. When asking of like, which one would you play? Because there's a bunch of big expansions for, right? Or you play the whole thing? Uh, I would. I would say the whole thing, or as much as you can, because Witcher Three is huge. Blood Hunt or whatever. Um, oh shoot. Heart of Stone. I already got the platinum well, I'm trophy. Lose, right. I'm gonna go ahead and lose <laughs> that one. I had the platinum trophy. Do I fall on my default? sword there? Blood and Wine and Heart of Stone are the two expansions. And Heart of Stone's Fine. more just like a big mission that takes a long time. Uh, that Blood an, and Wine's like a full an, expansion. Isn't that an Under Oath song? Heart of Stone. Uh, yeah, that's like old, one of the. That's like the one of their, That's like that's off their first act of depression. EP. Yep. Uh, fucking banger if you're a fan of. Over, you ready? Under okay, Derek, you go next. Oh shit. Um pass. <laughs> you want to come back to you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Uh fucking Jonathan just shit all over my dick. Did you, you what, what two, I'll, I'll pick others if which two of mine no, no, did no, no, you? No, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. you're fine. you're fine. You get uh first come first serve. Does Smash Bros melee count? <laughs> is, that on, is that on PlayStation? Yeah, no. not <laughs> <laughs> I have on PlayStation. Uh, I'll pass this round. Okay. Do you want to pass for like Right, this second and come back to you, or are you want to pass for this selection? Um, I'll pass for this selection. Okay, we'll see how I'm feeling next time. Okay, all right. Are you playing with us next time? Yeah, are you gonna play with us? I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how busy I'm at work. Really, I like the commitment. I'm I'm real, real like balls deep into um. Horizon Zero Dawn right now, so I probably won't be playing anything. Oh, else. put that on there. Put that on there. That's I a good claim, one. I claim that okay. one. Okay, you go ahead. That was that one's yours then. <laughs> I I haven't finished that one, so I'll replay that one. Oh, I want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That is a good one. Ooh. I got my three. Oh, there you go. All right, I'll go last. You'll go next. All right, you boys ready? Harley, one more. Um, oh, God. Um, Not to put you on the spot. Monster Hunter. Ooh. Okay. Monster Hunter Wait. World? Uh, shit. There was another one. I can't remember. Come back to me, because I know there's okay, another one that's not that. All right, you have one more. All right, Derek, you go. All right, so my three are going to be Watch Dogs. The original? The original Watch Dogs. Interesting. Okay. Um, number two is going to be uh, Wolfenstein's New Order. Interesting. Okay. And number three, Heavy Rain. Oh, my... Can we play? We can play that on PS4. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's yeah, it downloadable. Has a, it has a remaster. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Interesting choices. 
actually just went through Is all Heavy Rain that, that one with the androids? Oh, yeah. Things have to be playable on PS5 because I don't have a PS4. It'll backwards. I mean, yeah, it'll be. Okay, cool. Yeah, it'll back compat to PS4. What were we going to say, Jonathan? Is that the one about the androids? That one. Heavy Rain? That's the that's like the. The detective one. The detective one with the. Sean! Jason! The one you're thinking about is Detroit. Detroit. I like that game, but um, it was really weird as far as like it was talking about social injustice, but there were androids. It's like comparing androids with real life. It's like it's like the movie racial issues. I was like, I don't know if I like this anymore. I did not kill him. You ready, baby? You want me to go? Okay. All right. I've thrown this one out here before, but now that we're doing three, I'll throw it back out. Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. Bloodborne. Oh, fuck. And Batman Arkham Asylum. Ooh. <laughs> I got a question. How are you going to keep answered. Harley from hacking the election back there? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of just... Easy decision maker. Well, dot net. Well, well, all we all all we have to do is we just have to hope that his VPN is not set to Moscow, Russia. If you if you if you don't if you can't think of a third one, I have one, an extra one for you that I just kind of vetoed myself. But. Jack and Dax. <laughs> do we have to download like the nine hundred dollars worth of extra characters? You can't. You can't. What Harley? I was just saying. Uh, what was I? What, what was your question? Sorry. I was just mega spaced out so hard. You said I'll stick with Monster Hunter. I can't think of. Oh yeah, I can't think. I, I, there's, I've got like five games that I've lined up in like a specific order. I want to play. Them, Persona. But I don't remember what those are right now. Persona. So. Oh my god, Jesus. Persona. I never played that. Mad Max. So you're saying Monster Hunter World, huh? That'd be another interesting one to like play together at certain points. I've never played that game. I want to play with somebody a lot, and no one will play with me. Well. How many people can play? Parker, you're never available. We'll have to play it. We can, we can, we can, uh, yeah, we can play tummy sticks. Oh, dear. Hit the button. (laughs) Okay. Everybody, everybody crowd around. There's some, there's some bangers on this. Boom. Oh, my. Bioshock. Bioshock. Well, which one? There's three. The OG, right? OG Bioshock. OG Bioshock. Okay. That, ooh, I'm excited. That's a good pick. I'm real excited. That's good because I actually have the the collection that I downloaded that I have not touched in two years. There you go. So give me a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to. I think I'm going evil this time. You're going Eve Eve mode. You're going to eat them little sisters up. Here's the button. I might because last time I was super nice to them all. Print screen. Mm-hmm. You're going to harvest them slugs. Oh God. And little Adam slugs. Excuse me. Speaking of Adam, he just sent me a Snapchat. Bless him. Let's see what this child wants. Oh, it's a video. He's listening to Jesus of Suburbia in his car. Easy decision maker. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed our third uh, 
annual, I don't know what you call it, the third outing of the video game book club. It's the fourth one now. The fourth, the, f- yep. Um, Number four. So oh, if we're shoot for three months, that'll be the day before my birthday. One, two, Happy birthday. three. So yeah, we will tentatively, we'll uh, get it ironed out a little bit later, but we will be shooting around the 20th of April. You can join in while we talk about Bioshock, the original Bioshock. That is a Tuesday. That might be also a Which regular episode record day. It so might we could be. I have never two played stones with one bird. any of the Bioshocks. Oh my Hey, God. high five. You are in on... I, I, I'm so excited for Harley, you to play Bioshock. Harley, we, Harley we, should, we should take our own Bioshock virginities together. You haven't played it either? Shock, shock me now, Daddy. None of them? None of them. Uh, you're forgetting. I haven't had a PlayStation <laughs> since I had a PlayStation 3, and the only game I ever played on it was Skyrim. You said wow. Daddy. Is it the thing from Bioshock called Big Daddy? It is? Yeah. No yeah. reference. Just happy coincidences. Well, everybody, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to go like our social media stuff. That's That would be helpful. And um, you can... Throw us a couple bucks on Patreon if you really enjoyed it at Catch All Podcast. And uh, be sure to subscribe on any podcast feed, including Spotify. There it is. <laughs> Sound it out. Yep. Until next time, I have been Parker. I got the Sheik Dariq. Yo. Harley the Engineer. Hello. And then Jonathan J Money Miller. Hey. It has been a pleasure talking to you, and we will see you next time for your regularly scheduled programming. Bye. Here we go. <laughs>